Welcome to episode nine of the Start Right Now podcast. Now, if you're working a nine to five on your way to building your dreams, but you're feeling totally stuck or unfulfilled, today's episode brings you three hacks for making the most of a job you hate. So turn it up. You're listening to the Start Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Chloe McKenzie, and I'm glad you're here for the epic conversations that will take you from aspiring to actualizing your dreams. Let's get started right now. You probably experienced that Monday dread, right? Or even that Sunday night anxiety and you're fantasizing about what it would be like to be in a different role or a different company or industry, or maybe to finally branch out and do your own thing. This is a common feeling, albeit not normal, but common. And the reality is sometimes the job that we have is not what we signed up for. Things looked great on paper It's a good fit with your experience and all those expensive degrees that you have, but something is missing and you still feel ready to run the other way when you think about getting out of bed and going to work. The amount of people who are unhappy in their job is actually a tragedy, especially when maybe you find yourself like a lot of people in what they thought was going to be a safe and stable career choice. You got the grades, you went to school, you paid for the degrees or diplomas. You did it. Woohoo, everyone cheered. And now you're a lawyer or a consultant or you're working at an agency and making good money. You've got some decent perks, but it's not making up for the burnout and the bore out that you're feeling. It probably feels like getting through each day is a battle in itself because you're doing work that really isn't meaningful for you. But quitting and changing right away is probably not an option. You've got financial commitments, you maybe even have a family to support, debts to pay, student loans. So quitting right now is just not an option for you, at least not tomorrow. So what do you do in this case? Now, this is not going to be my spiel of don't worry, be happy. That's not where I'm going with this. So hopefully I haven't lost you yet. This has a lot less to do with feeling happy at your job and more to do with finding meaning in your job feeling like you're doing meaningful work or associating what does the job mean for you. There's a psychologist, his name is Todd Hall, and he defines meaningful work as work that contributes to the well-being of others in a way that uniquely expresses and defines who we are. So let's unpack this a bit because what the heck, you did your career aptitude, your Myers-Briggs tests, you thought you had things lined up. How did you get here to work that doesn't honor your values, that doesn't leverage your strengths? And it's work that you're not really proud of. A lot of us at some point in our career align ourselves with the idea of a career, but in reality, don't consider what does the day-to-day look like and feel like. You funneled yourself into law and became a lawyer because you liked writing in English class and somebody told you you were great at arguing, you're pretty smart, and you thought being law would give you the financial stability. But what about all that creative energy that you had? It seems like in your profession as a lawyer, there's no room for it. Maybe you love to speak and to create things and you were pushed into marketing and advertising. And in that job, you do a lot of making and creating things, but that passion that you had for helping people, you don't seem to do much of that in your day-to-day because you're focused on campaigns. Maybe you loved numbers. You were strong in math, so you thought, I'll pursue a career in finance and accounting. 
But the most memorable things in your life have been the time you spent leading clubs and on sports teams and being competitive. And your day-to-day role is mostly a solo mission with very little teamwork and collaboration that you crave. All of these are very real examples of people who are matching their skills to a career without consideration of their values and their interests and the things that light them up and where they might come across those in a career choice. Probably one of the biggest reasons that people are unhappy in their jobs is because they never really find themselves in a state of flow. Maybe because the work is too easy, maybe it's too hard, too repetitive. The tasks that you're doing every day may not be in line with your gifts or your talents or your ability levels. And that's because in 99% of cases, your job and your role was not custom and designed for you, right? You saw the job description, you applied, you saw some fit, and now you're here. But over time, the role has changed, evolved, maybe has become monotonous, and your role is not set up in a way that it allows you just to gain confidence by accomplishing harder and harder tasks or to grow or to develop. So I know I've painted a pretty rough picture here for people who find themselves in this situation, but for a place that you're spending so much of your daily time, so much of your life is spent working, it can be really heavy when you don't feel aligned with what you're doing professionally. But there's good news. I'm telling you, there's light at the end of the tunnel because although your job will likely never be a perfect fit, there's an opportunity to reframe it, to make it work for you. So here it comes. The best way to power through a job that you hate is to reframe it in one of three ways. One, as a learning opportunity, two, as a leading opportunity, or three, as a leverage opportunity. And we're going to go through all of those in a few minutes. But before I dig in, I've got some more sobering news. This is going to take some work on your part. Adjusting your job so that you can find more meaning and more enjoyment in it every day is going to take some effort. It's going to take some awkwardness, some difficult conversations likely with your colleagues or your boss, but making this a learning or leading or leverage opportunity is going to be so worth it when the trade-off is work that fulfills you and financially supports you. So let's start with the learning opportunity. What are we learning? We are learning what we don't like so we can be better positioning ourselves to find work that we do like. It's not enough to know the things that you hate. You've got to start building a target for where you'd like to go. There are a lot of things that I've learned about myself, valuable things, when I found myself in jobs or situations that were really uncomfortable or undesirable. I've learned that when I feel overwhelmed, it's because I'm too in my head thinking about the past or way too many steps in the future. And the solve for me was to get present, whatever that meant in the moment, going for a walk, working out, reading a book, playing with my kids. If I was feeling angry or frustrated, the root is often for me being misunderstood or treated in a way that does not align with my expectations in that situation. And to get through it, for me, it usually was pointing me to a difficult conversation that I need to have with a friend or a family member, partner, colleague, to communicate what's not lining up with expectations. This is your opportunity to dig in and find out what are you currently hating about your job? How is it that you're feeling on a daily basis? Is it the position you hate? Is it the employer? Have you always disliked the job or was there a specific incident that made your job less enjoyable? 
Do you feel isolated? Do you feel overlooked and not getting recognition? You need to learn to name it. And the next step, of course, is to know what does better look like? Is it different tasks? Is it more exposure to a different side of the company? More collaboration? More fun? More autonomy? If you don't have the answer to this question as yet, let's strip it down even further and do some work in understanding what are your values. Think about other experiences in your life that you've loved or that you've tolerated or that you have hated, and it could be unrelated to work. But what happened? What led you to love or like the situation? This is a great starting point to look at themes of your values, what's important to you, and where your values might not be met currently. Use a question as simple as, what's important to me in my life? Brain dump. I have strong values of creativity, of leadership, autonomy, of growth, of variety. So when I found myself in work environments, when I was without a team to lead or doing mundane tasks every day, or not having much input into how to make and improve a process, those are the situations where I was most unhappy. It will look different for you depending on what your values look like. Brain dump a list. There's no right or wrong answer. Use words that mean something to you. The first step is going to be really helpful when we think about the other two reframes. So let's move on to the second. A job you hate can be reframed as a leading opportunity. So now you have some clarity about what you like and what's important to you and what's missing from your role. It's time to put it to good use. This is an opportunity for you to put up your hand and bring the things that are important to you into your work environment. To put your hand up to lead a special project, a new company initiative, a new thing to do in your team. Match your interests and passions and values with something that could be of benefit to your company. Chances are if you're feeling down and unappreciated and feeling like crap, there's others around you that are feeling the same way. What can you do to change the situation and show up as a leader? For example, if you and others are feeling really unappreciated and your values are of gratitude and collaboration, which are clearly not being honored, could you implement a a gratitude and recognition practice at work? Could you add it to your weekly team meetings? Could you captain circulating something funny and inspirational to your colleagues? If you have values of growth and of friendship, could you start a club at work, a book club, a support group for other parents? It doesn't have to be something major, but it should allow you the autonomy to implement things that are important to you. And by the way, leadership ability looks good on any resume for any job in any industry, and it's definitely a quality that you'll need to hone as you think about going out on your own. You don't have to wait for your boss to take charge. You don't have to wait for somebody to give you permission to bring more of yourself to work, especially if you know it can be of benefit to others. When you're lit up and you feel energized by the things that you're doing on a daily basis, it will start to rub off onto others and become contagious. So take charge. The third way that you can hate your job, but it can still serve you is to use it as a leverage opportunity. So that's number three. There has to be something that you're getting out of this job or you wouldn't be there, right? Even if it's just money. How are you leveraging your income to invest in your hobbies, to invest in time to pursue your passions? Are you putting some of that money away for the side hustle you've been dreaming about? As you start to explore what you want to do next, whether it's a new job or a new business, take stock of the skills you're going to need 
at the next step and use your current job as an exploration or a testing ground for that. Let's say right now you're doing more administrative tasks in your day-to-day, but you'll need to better understand marketing for your next gig. Leverage your environment to meet with colleagues that are doing that function. Join a committee outside of your day-to-day role that gives you the opportunity to exercise some of these different skills. And leverage your network as well. Strong connections will help you wherever you decide to go next. They may just open a door for you down the road. Finding things that you appreciate about the job and mentally reframing them for yourself as leverage that's financial, professional, emotional, whatever it is for you, it's going to be so critical. It will free you from feeling depressed when your job doesn't hit all the marks, when you're really clear about what purpose it's serving for you in your life and on this phase of your journey. Learning, leading, leverage. Now, unless you are the highest ranking executive at your company, there's one more thing that goes without saying. If you're frustrated in your role, communicating this to your manager or your colleague is something that you'll need to do. You might think it's painstakingly obvious by the way that you're showing up, but really they might not even notice. They can't read your mind and they shouldn't have to. It's your responsibility to ask for what you want. Do the exploration first to identify what's working well, what changes in your current situation would make things more enjoyable and more effective for you, and then have the courage to go and have the conversation. You might be surprised about the opportunities that exist to make changes or to switch your role or to give you exposure to something new to ensure that you are more effective. Because if you're struggling in your role, that's going to have an impact on other places guaranteed. Now, if after all of this, you still find yourself frustrated, you really have nothing much to add to a list of things that you like about your job, then maybe more sooner than later, you're going to want to make a switch. The bottom line is you don't have to stay where you are forever. Other options and opportunities will present themselves, but until then, making a few changes to an area of your life where you spend arguably the most time is going to go a long way. But it only happens if you take responsibility and own the pieces of it that are in your control. I hope some of these tools help to change your perspective and give you a little more energy throughout the week. Monday still might not be your favorite day but you'll start to at least see the bigger picture and see your current position as an important stepping stone as you keep moving and keep going. That's all, folks. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Find me on Instagram at chloemckenzie.co. And don't forget to hit subscribe to get new episodes hot off the press or hot off the mic in this case. So what are you waiting for? Learn, lead, leverage. Start right now.